So, guys, we had a chance to interview voiceover artist Lofty Fulton, who's a big hero of mine. He was born with dwarfism, so he had a hard time growing up, but he has made an amazing career with radio and voiceover. So his interview started off with him talking about the different microphones that he uses and how he records his voiceovers and particularly the (coughs) hopping on microphones. Um, So enjoy. A pop is what you get uh, with plosives, guys. Uh, Plosives being words like uh, starting with P, B, uh, D, those sorts of letters, T, you might pop on as well. So if you're too... If you're too direct, if you're too far into the microphone sort of thing, when you're saying those words, mm. you will get that popping sound because the energy oh, yeah. of the P, yeah. the D, the T, whatever it might be that you're saying, um, hits the microphone. The microphone sort of, and it explodes within the microphone. So hence they're called plosives. So um, um, I have a little mixing desk. Yeah. Uh, so um, a Yamaha mixing desk. Uh, to its left, I have uh, a microphone preamp, which amplifies the sound of the microphone going into the desk. So this mic I'm speaking into now is going through a preamp, then it's going through the desk and then into the computer. I have two studio speakers, JBLs, uh, either side of the of the um, computer itself so I can uh, monitor what's going on. Yeah. So what I'll do is go into my booth uh, have the record going on the computer or if I'm linked up to a studio, they're recording at their end and I'll either use this microphone that I'm speaking to you guys now on the Sennheiser or yeah. the studio might prefer me to use the Neumann because they both give slightly different sounds by okay. the, by the way the microphones are. This is The Neumann is what you call a valve microphone. It has like a valve inside it, at least they used to, uh, and this is, uh, I'm not sure what, I don't know all the technical terms, I've got to say. So Hamish is almost gone through your book. Is that right, Ham? And Hamish, thank you for the invite. And I'm sorry that I wasn't able to reply to your email sooner, but uh, being in lockdown and sort of the whole COVID crazy times that we find our world in at this point in time, things have been pretty frantic. So, uh, and I don't have the world's best memory. Often something will come in and it's like, I must get to that. Then I get distracted and it's like, off I go on a different tangent. So Lockie, in answer to your question, um, are either of the microphones, the ones I use to record, the one that I'm speaking to you guys on now, um, the Sennheiser, the the one that looks like a big long pencil, um, is what I record a lot of my work on, uh, in particular MasterChef. Do any of you guys watch MasterChef at all? Yep. Yeah. We all watch MasterChef. Yep. Okay. So um, that is another place you may or may not have heard me on. Like uh, I I was a huge fan of the show before I started working on it. So to get to work on it was a a major bonus for me. So uh, I've been doing Mm. that one now for... Oh gosh, the show's twelve or thirteen in its twelfth year, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, it is. It's season twelve, and I joined uh, on season six, 
when the uh, the guy who was doing it, Nick, a very dear friend of mine, um, got an offer from another network that he just simply couldn't refuse. So I had the opportunity to audition and, and got the job. So um, yeah, when you when you hear me say things like previously on MasterChef Australia, the red and the blue team were in an elimination challenge. Sadly for the blue team. So um, that is all done on this microphone that I'm speaking to you right now. So yeah, right. And all from your home at the moment. Luckily, yes. Um, it, it was a it was a rather bizarre twist of fate um, in the sense of uh, I was set up to record from home. We're living down in the Wollongong area, south of Sydney. Yeah. Um, and when I was um, when I moved down here to GB in particular, the uh, Michael who who I work with closely there also lives down this way, and he said, "Look, you know, why drive an hour and a half, two hours to, to come and do a job that's taking a half an hour? Let's get you set up at home. You've got the booth. Let's make use of it." Um, I was already recording for um, Sky News, another one of my clients yeah. on on Foxtel. Um, and so, and other clients all around the country, radio stations and, and other people and, and clients. Yeah, like as well. yeah. Sorry, say again, please. Jerry, I was talking over you. Would you say that again, please? The US. The US? Yeah. The US, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I would really, I'd really like, I haven't, I haven't mastered the accent yet, but um, <laughs> I would really love to do work in the US. You know, it's always, it's always been kind of a dream of mine to do, um, to do movie trailers. You know, when you're yeah. in the theatre and you hear somebody go, in a world, there was danger, <laughs> there was fun, there was excitement, all of that kind of stuff. So, um, I've met some of the guys who have done them and I've just been like a kid at Disneyland can, just staring you- in awe at them. Can you do one for us, Sam? Can you can you say if you only see one movie this year, make sure it's this one. If you only <sighs> see one movie this year, make sure it's Daniel Craig's last Bond movie, No Time to Die, in theaters November twelfth. Oh my God! Uh, are you trying to do me out of a job? <laughs> oh no! I didn't realize I was here to be interviewed. For yeah, watch, watch out! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I better watch my back, hey. We've entered this roadcast competition to win a, a bit more equipment, and we're, oh, it just goes for two minutes. It's just a bit of a um, clip on kind of what we do. I'll just play it for you quickly. Sure. We are the Studio Streamers at Studio Arts in Hornsby, which is in the north side of Sydney. Studio Arts that provides creative programs for people with disabilities like myself. And every day is like Valentine's Day. How to ask somebody out on a date? Oh, I think uh, Hamish is going to like this one. You've been um, talking about some troubles in this area, haven't you, Ham? Yes. In fact, I did ask a girl at once, and What'd she you said say? no. Oh, well, that's oh, all. Dear. That's happened to the best of us, hasn't it, Mark? Yes, it Has does. that ever happened to you? No, we only know. No. I said, what do you mean? She said yes. Yeah. Okay, did you try that, Hamish? No. I wrote on my iPad to the girl, will you go out with me? On the iPad? Yeah. yeah. She said no. Maybe you used the wrong font. Maybe. Hi, you're listening to the silky sound of Hamish from Studio Arts. 
Use her like John Laws. Get in the scum bucket. And now it's time for things Andrew isn't doing. Things Andrew isn't doing. Eating pudding. No. Things Andrew isn't doing. Donating to the Salvation... I don't do it. Actually, donating to the Salvation Army. I don't. And that was Things Andrew Isn't Doing. Hi, it's Emily. Hi, Tammy. And the big D. From Studio Arts. You can subscribe to the studio streamers on iTunes or SoundCloud. Or you can listen at studioarts.org.au forward slash studio streamers. I think if you let Siri ask a girl out for you, it's worse than writing it on an iPad. You can't write Siri out because she works every day. You can't invite Siri out because she works every day. <laughs> Love it. That's great, guys. So um, who wants to tell me how Studio Arts came about? Wendy and she, who was the brain behind them. Oh, wow. So a lady called Wendy 20 years ago was the brains behind it? Yep. Yeah. Wow. And how, and David, how long have you been involved? 13 and oh, 14 years. 13 or 14 years? Yes. Wow, that is a long time. Good on you. That's yeah. that's great being able to do that. I, it's I, grown a lot in that time. Yeah. It would have been pretty small back then, wouldn't it, David? What other programs do they have, guys? Cooking. 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 Wow, I like cooking. You must I like cook. cooking because I like to eat. I actually yeah. wanted to be a chef when I was younger. Hey, you might have read that in the book. I don't know. Um, but because uh, being born with dwarfism and things in commercial kitchens being so big, I, oh, I wasn't yeah. able to become a chef. So Right. Broke my heart at the time, but I used to love cooking. But uh, because I was a teenager when I found out I couldn't be a chef, I sort of did the whole spoiled brat routine of, oh, well, if I can't cook, then I won't. If I'm not allowed to be a chef, I won't cook. And sort of like, you know. So were there a lot of those moments where people told you that you couldn't do something? Yeah. There it? were. Um, yeah. It's like, guys, I'm, I'm all old enough to, I'm old enough to be all of your parents, probably your grandparent, actually. Um, I'm now in my mid fifties. I'm 56. I turned 56 in April. Um, so I grew up during being born in 1964. I grew up in the 60s and the 70s. And um, I just remember growing up a lot and particularly, um, Haim, as you know, I was born in Tasmania and that, that's where I grew up. Um, I just remember hearing a lot as a child, you can't do that, you're not big enough, you can't do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, and, and unfortunately, those of us who do have disabilities, it's something, unfortunately, that we... we whether it's right or wrong um, is not the point, but it's something that we do tend to hear a lot is, you know, you can't do that because of, or you can't do this because of that. And um, it, it's really heartbreaking and, and frustrating. But the thing is, once you um, find something that you are really passionate about and that you really want to do, and you know that you can do it, and there is no reason apart from people saying you can't do it, but practically there is no reason that you, you can't do it. All I would say is just 
you know, go for it until you answer that question for yourself as to whether you can or can't do it. Don't necessarily. I mean, obviously there are exceptions to that because you can't go out doing things that are dangerous or things like I, there is no point in me wanting to um, become a builder because I'm not physically capable of, you know, carrying, lifting and doing all the heavy labor type stuff. So you kind of know what I mean. If you know in your heart of hearts, it's something that you can do, then, then, then go for it. And there were a lot of things. When I was a young, young boy, I wanted to be a pilot. And that yeah. was one of the first, I think a lot of kids grow up wanting to be pilots because, yeah. or there's that fascination with aeroplanes and air travel oh, and things like that. Yeah. And um, uh, that was the first thing I was told, no, you can't be a pilot. Yeah. So, yeah. and I fell into doing what I'm doing. Um, I, unfortunately in high school and down in Tasmania, um, unlike say the New South Wales school system, you do high school years seven to 10 in what is called high school HSC uh, years 11 and 12 are done in a, in the public system anyway, in a separate school. It's, it's a better preparation for those who are wanting to go on to university, etc. So you, you, you're in the matriculation college. So it is up to you to go to school. Uh, you're not put on detention and you, you treat it as a young adult. The responsibility, right. the responsibility becomes yours. So yeah. um, because I got bullied a lot in years seven to 10, I did not want to go on to years 11 and 12 because I thought it was just going to be more of the same. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't. And my mother and my older brother both encouraged me. They said, look, you know, it's a good couple of years for you to sort out what you want to do. And during that time, my voice broke, which gave me the opportunity to um, get into radio. So I worked in radio from just before my 18th birthday, full time for about 10 years. Um, And then I got really bored with playing the same songs over and over again. So I thought, well, I had to learn how to do commercials. So um, why don't I have a go at doing doing voiceovers? And I've uh, came to Sydney in uh 1992 full-time freelancing and i've been here ever since so what's that 20 28 wow. years wow and is there many wow. other vo- voiceover artists in the industry is it pretty small there's by by comparison to other industries yeah. Lockie, there's there's not a lot as in uh, a percentage of the workforce that makes up but we number in our hundreds there are right. and that is that is every um that's every genre. Yeah. Young kids who yeah. are allowed to work mm-hmm. uh, after school hours and things like that. And I mean, that is very strictly controlled, of course, because, um, yeah. you know, that's very severely regulated. If you want to use, if an advertising agency wants to use a child on a spot, it has to be at approved hours and, and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, into your teenage years, like guys like yourselves uh, starting out in voiceover and, and doing it right into the older people like myself who have been doing it for a while. And we number, I would say, from those who work, say, I don't know, periodically um, to those of us who do it as a full-time occupation, myself included, um, we would number probably at a guess around about 500 just, wow. you know, just around the Sydney area and Australia wide. Okay. And um, lucky now and guys, the, the same, Andrew, Hamish, Jerry, Ashley, um, 
David, the the same technology that is allowing us to talk now Mm. allows us to work for anybody in the world. And do you find it something that you're still improving or are you kind of just there now? um, I've got got to stay on my game all the time. It's... um, I suppose to use a, a sporting analogy, um, who follows football? Hands up anybody who follows football, whether it's NRL, AFL or... Um, Ashley, do you follow any sport at all? Yes, soccer. Soccer. Well, soccer's, soccer's the same. As you know, you have star players. You have your, your elite top-level players who have made it to the big time, the big leagues. Yeah, um, the pressure's on them. Yeah, and once they got there, they couldn't just sit on their on their laurels and go, well, I'm here now. Yeah. They have to train, they have to be coached um, and all of that kind of stuff. And it's the same thing. I, I work with a couple of coaches, uh, definitely in the US. I have a I have a mentor who's guiding me in my desires to get into the US market. Yeah. Uh, I have an accent coach for the US. Um, and, yeah, I'm always, always looking and listening as to how I can do things differently or how I can how I can improve because, um, you know, once you stagnate, then you tend to start going backwards. If anything. Yeah. You lose your match fitness, so to speak. Yeah, we do have a little radio play that we um, wrote the other week about being in isolation. Oh, and wow. I, I, I was one, wondering if you, you could um, read a part for us. I certainly right? can, but I think Andrew's got a question for yes, me. Yes, Andrew. Do that. I've been going to Studio Arts. I do my sports updates. Wow. I do um, AFL. Um, you speak in my language. You're a Collingwood supporter. Yeah. And yes. North Melbourne and Swans. He's <laughs> ah, spreading, um, spreading your support evenly. Yeah, good idea. We've normally got an intro for all the segments, but Andrew's we do live. It's like a Ryan H. It's like. The modern Roy and HG, but better, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and every Thursday, every Wednesday afternoon, I um, do art sometimes in the art room and um, do drawing and painting and... uh, Oh, wow. So it sounds like studio arts is a big part of your life, yeah? Yes, it is. That's great. Cooking on Thursdays. Oh, what do you like to cook? Probably pasta. Oh, yum. You know what I used to love to make when I was, um, when I had the passion for wanting to be a chef? My yeah. specialty was, um, was pavlova. The only thing is I do have a job. In fact, at 12, I've got to do uh, promos for 2GB. So that Wednesday tends to be quite a busy day for me, as I, yeah. as I said in the email. Um, yeah. And I do know because we had a long weekend... Uh, and we're we're getting close to broadcast time, as in when I record, as opposed to when it goes to air. I'll most likely have some MasterChef to do this afternoon right. as well. So, okay. um, I'm I'm good to go for another few more minutes. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know if anything happens that I've okay. got to bail. Is that okay, guys? Absolutely. Quick tour. Quick tour. Okay, where are we now? Um, so this is our little kitchen. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a big <clears throat> kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big space that you're in. Why is that lady running away with a chair? <laughs> Did we scare her off? If we come the other way. Yeah. This is our recording studio. The oh, cool. The podcast. Now, guys, did you want to go through this um, radio play with Lofty before he goes? And Lofty, if you get a call, just feel free to 
end the Zoom and, and walk out? No, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, okay. I'll, um, I'll, if it's okay with you guys, I'll answer the call if I know it's about Absolutely. Okay. Just find out what it's about. Please so. do. Here we go. This is about Hamish. Um, Lofty, are you able to read a voice? Uh, Maxime. Maxime. That- yep. If you can read Maxime, he's like the voiceover guy. Yeah, sure. And, and, and the bouncer. It's been almost a week since the lockout laws have been lifted and the coronavirus pandemic has eased. Except Hamish has developed a love for his home and does not want to go outside ever again. Ding dong. Golly, who is it this time? Hey, Hamish, I go in. I guess so. Hi, Hamish. Hi, David. Come in, I guess. Can we come in, Hamish? Sounds like a party in there. I mean, everyone else. Let's turn the tunes up and party. Oh, I have Google <coughs> Check this out. Hey, Google, play Barnsley. I'm sorry, could you please repeat that? Play Barnsley. The weather forecast for today is 26 degrees in Hornsby. No, play Jimmy Barnes. The closest Barnes to you is 24.2 kilometres away. Would you like me to direct you? No, Jimmy Barnes. Playing John Farnham. We have been turned to be... I hate John Farnham. No, we hate metal. Playing kettle sounds. That's it. We're getting out of the house. But I haven't been out for two months. I'm scared. Well, well, the music isn't working. Then, men playing at the pub tonight. go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go, I guess. Thanks to the help of Hamish's friends, he has finally decided to get out of the house for the first time in three months. Um, See, there's nothing to be afraid of out here. Ouch! A magpie just swooped me. I hate magpies. That was just unlucky. Trust me, nothing bad will ever happen. Okay, let's keep going. Ow, my shin bone. That kid on the bicycle just ran into me. Watch where you're going. Come on. I mean, we are After getting swooped by a magpie, hit in the shin by a rogue child on a bicycle, falling headfirst into a lagoon, getting hit by a golf ball and stubbing his toe on a sleeping possum, they finally arrive at the Hornsby Railway Hotel. Hi, I'd like to come in and see the bands, please. Uh, how do you explain that limp, sir? Looks like you've had a few too many. No, that was from a little kid running into my shin on the tricycle. I suppose she threw you into a river also. No, I just tripped over a possum and fell into a lagoon. Just when you thought you'd heard it all. No, it's true. I saw it with my own eyes. Sorry, lads. You can't come in tonight. I told you guys I should have just stayed home. Sorry, Hamish. And from then on, 
Hamish never left his house again, only in his robe to fetch the mail once a week. Hey, Guys, can we thank Lofty? Um, before we, before we wrap. Yep, yep. Before we wrap, Lockie, now I don't want to tread on anyone's toes or do anyone out of a job, not like, you know, Jerry's trying to do me out of a job. So uh, <laughs> whether or not it would be appropriate for me to record some intros and things like that for you guys, would that be okay? That would be absolutely okay. Yeah. Okay. Normally we say Andrew gets to sit up front today because he's a good guy at sports. Okay, cool. <laughs> so maybe if you could say yeah. that. And Andrew, who's who's on sports? It's Dan as well, did yeah. you say? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, Andrew gets to sit up front today because he's a good guy at sports. So with Andrew, here's Dan with the Sporting Roundup. What's happening around the grounds, guys? Uh, now on the midday mingle, I need to have some lunch. Okay. <laughs> guys, thanks a lot. I really, really appreciate your time guys? today. Thank you, Lofty. My Andrew, pleasure, David. Thank you, Andrew. Thank I won't hold you up anymore. You go to the toilet. I don't want you dancing on the spot. I know what that's like. <laughs> Lockie, thanks for getting this sorted. Thanks, Hamish, Jerry, Ashley, thank you all very, very much. It's, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure, guys. See you, mate.